And we're back with So You Think You Know Sports. We concentrate on basketball, football, and sometimes UFC. Now, we're really focusing in on the NBA Finals. It's been a tug of war, and in the last game, Game 5, Golden State has won 106 to 105 against the Raptors. Now, the series is now at 3-1, and it's pretty exciting. It has many storylines. But I'm going to go ahead and introduce the host. Of course, my name is Alex, and Mohammed, go ahead and say something for them. Uh, hello to all the listeners out there. Uh, check out our YouTube channel, So You Think You Know Sports. I will be posting a couple of videos there weekly, and just subscribe to the channel. Yeah, the visual is great. Uh, it's pretty good. Now, uh, with the storylines of this, it's pretty much has been, a, it's, it's completely about the Warriors and KD and his injury. Since he's magically came back out of nowhere, and now we see he wasn't supposed to come back this early. Uh, but who do you give credit most to for uh, Golden State's win in Game 5? I give the whole team credit for this one. Everybody gets credit for this win. You know, okay. Steph Curry, right. um, mm-hmm. Clay Thompson, even, uh, what's his name? <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins setting that dumb pick at the end of the game. He deserves some credit. Oh, yeah. Uh, he scored he's... 14 points. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. Uh, it's many storylines, but the biggest storyline is Katie's injury. He has been out with a calf strain for close to a month now, and he's come back a little too early. Uh, I think he's succumbed to the pressure uh, of the media and his own team just to return. And what happened was he was great. He was great when he was playing, but soon, soon after, he tears his Achilles. Now, is that confirmed? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's confirmed, yes. Which is like a death stroke to any athlete. It's not m- many, not many at all that have actually returned from a injury like that, anything like what they used to be. And I know KD's 30 right now, but the next time he even reaches the playoffs or could reach the playoffs is going to be when he's 33. Because he can end up using the full 12 months to recover. And as, as we've seen with many other athletes like Derrick Rose you need and Paul George, you need an extra buffer time to even get back into athlete shape, into all-star state, uh, shape. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think that this will probably greatly affect him, but not too much. Because as you can see in the game last night, when he, when he was playing, it was great. And the problem that he did, what really made him get hurt was him thinking that, oh, I think I got my usual self back so let me go and take people off the dribble and do all of this so he he did a little bit too much and that's what really messed him up i feel like if he would have just you know picked this spot and just took shots instead of you know trying to be explosive at times he would have been able to stick around more okay yeah well i i i I agree he uh, he got out there thinking he was his old self, but do you really know why he had that type of confidence? Uh, it's because seven people cleared him to play. 
even his own doctors. Doctors uh, pretty much said he couldn't risk any further injury. And now, as we've seen, that was not true. Yeah, I think, it, like I was saying the day before the game, that it was really all up to him whether he was going to be able to play. Like, they, they weren't going to tell him no if he said, you know what, I'm going out here. It, it was all up to him. I think it was all a pressure. I, I really think it was the pressure for him to come out. I know they had it outlined for him to come back in game five originally, and they were just playing games with the media and the other team. But uh, it, 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 something doesn't fully add up. And I think Kevin Durant's the type of person who's going to tell what actually happened. Like, whether it was the pressure or whether he, he really had confidence from his doctors uh, to be out there. Uh, because otherwise, you just really did what I said would happen is endanger your free agency. Because it changes the whole, uh, the whole landscape of what was going to happen in free agency from that point. Oh, does it? I mean, I, I think teams will still want to try to sign him no matter what. Well, he might not, yeah, he might not yeah. get exactly the amount of money that he wanted, I guess, maybe a max contract, completely max, but teams are still going to go after him. I think he will get the max, but I think uh, it does change the narrative on uh, free agency, because why not sign with a team you know? Why not sign with a team that feels sorry? Why not sign with a team who's set up for success? And, the Golden but, State I, Warriors? Yes, the Golden State Warriors. I, I can see that leaning that way a little bit more. And who's going to be the big losers in this situation? It's going to be Everybody else. Oh. oh, yeah, it's everybody else. But I think the biggest <laughs> loser is going to be the Knicks. I really do. I think the Knicks is just going to come up real, real empty. Um, they, Of course, like, uh, word on the street, R.J. Barrett only wants to go to the Knicks, and he's only going to work out for the Knicks. But that's what they're going to end up with. They're going to end up with an R.J. Barrett. And where do they go and, from there? Exactly. <laughs> where do you go from there? It's a, it's another empty road. It's another uh, going to nowhere road. It's it's just not going to produce much. And they they are the biggest losers because I really think I I I also still think he's probably going to leave. But it, it, it Kevin Durant's somebody who just moves with what his thoughts are at that time. And so his thoughts of what he's going to be doing just a day ago is probably going to be different from what he's thinking today. What if Kevin Durant actually stays with the Golden State Warriors? How do you feel about that? Well, I think somebody's going to be gone. I think one of the band members is going to be gone. And I'm pretty sure you're thinking Clay Thompson. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much thinking Clay Thompson because that's the only thing that fully adds up. I could see Draymond, but it's too much of a glue. I think he's the glue piece for their team, and they can't lose that. And they're definitely not losing, losing Steph. And if you're assigning KDs, who else is left out of that band? It's going to be Clay. Why not go join LeBron? Why not be appreciated a little bit more? Uh, I, I don't think he exactly try, yearns for that. Or I don't think he does I, either cause... because you're on a champion team. Who should? And you shouldn't. You shouldn't really yearn for that. Yeah, but, I mean, it, okay, let's say that Clay leaves and you still keep the three with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, and Draymond Green. Now, mm -hmm. Kevin Durant is going to be out for a very long time. What is that team yeah, going to be made up of with just Steph Curry and Draymond? 
which is like, like, stupid. How- that would be stupid for Golden State. <laughs> but the thing about it is, uh, Golden State actually has to give Katie an offer. So he has the option to actually exercise it. They have to. It's, it's in a, uh, something in the CBA. Uh, but uh, they they have to offer him one. And so if he takes it, it's that's what's going to make it extra complicated. Uh, other than, of course, making the whole other landscape very complicated. Uh, also, word on the street, uh, AD, I'm talking about Anthony Davis, is uh, saying he only wants to be traded to the Knicks or the Lakers. That's it. Uh, he's pretty much trying to ward off any other teams that might be looking at trying to get him or make a deal with the new GM with New Orleans. So now he's changed his mind about just Lakers. Well, I think that was I think that was pre the injury last night, like a day before. So I think your mind, his mind would think a little bit different in that way, unless they can attract a whole lot more talent. I think I think he was thinking that KD would be there, and it was a foregone conclusion, no matter whether he was hurt or not. And I don't think KD really wants to go to un uh, unf- familiar facilities and people to depend on when you're hurt and you're going to be hurt for a year and you can't help them right now. Definitely. And I also think don't, don't rule out the, the option of KD actually picking up his player option for just one year and prolonging this free agency that we've all been waiting for. True. But who would sign him to a one year deal when he's going to be hurt for a year? No, what I'm saying is with the Golden but State Warriors, I, I, he has that in, in his even contract. Them, even even them, why would I do that? That's just the like emptiest money waste when it comes to the Golden State Warriors. They, I think they would try to fig, finagle some type of way out of that. But that's his option, though. <laughs> you're, you're right. That's, you're very right. But I, that's why I'm saying I think they're going to find someone to finagle out of that if they it do end up that type of situation because it's just – it's un profitable and it makes no sense for they're going to say where they were better it'd be better if he left what but this they're in the same situation with demarcus cousins demarcus cousins had the same thing they don't have to keep cousins yeah yeah they don't have to keep cousins but what i'm saying is he was coming off of an achilles tendon injury and they picked him up but it's the same situation he gave they gave him five million. They they give him at uh, KD's max is uh, right at forty one. But you got to do what you got to do to keep your star. Forty one per million for a, a star who's not going to perform for you for a year, and you're taking on a one year deal. That just doesn't make any sense. But you're gonna try to offer him a max contract. You you still want to keep him either way. I, I guess. I guess. And I. I yeah, but I really do think he's going to say I, I do think actually I do believe in what you're saying that he's going to exercise the one year deal because that's the smartest option to sit one year. Uh, maybe I'll be back for the playoffs. We still can win another championship and I can still enter the free agency uh, next year when I see the whole landscape of the uh, offseason and the, the free agency land where everybody's going to be so I can actually uh, land more solid i see that as a pretty good option so so yes i do agree but i I also think that golden state from their perspective will find a way to try to get out of that 
If they're gonna do something, they're gonna sign a two year. Okay. That's what I think. Uh, if you, if they're gonna do something, they gotta sign a two year. It just makes zero sense for them to do a year, and you really might be out the complete year. And y'all can't act like y'all can't have attitudes when he's not around. Y'all can't have attitudes when he isn't contributing to the team. That's why I think they would find a way to somehow get out of that in some way. Try to get out of that that scenario, whether it be warding him off in other secret ways or I just think you find ways around that because it does not make sense for the team. Well, we'll, we'll see. Well, yeah. So I'm, we're going to move on now. Uh, I want to now propose our next segment, which is legacy. Uh, but today we're talking about KD's legacy. Does the narrative really change? And do you see people really giving him more worth in the two championships with go to state? Mm, no. <laughs> you don't see the narrative changing? No. That I, I'm, I'm not a prisoner of the moment. He still put them over the top yeah. whenever he, he joined the Golden State Warriors. This, change, this changes nothing. Now, all of these injuries have made it harder for the Golden State Warriors to win games. And I, I feel like if they were healthy, they would have taken care of the Raptors in probably six games, just like I predicted. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen now. So, I, for me, the, the narrative doesn't change. It's, it's all the same. It's just an injured team. True. Uh, no, no, I, I'm talking about the narrative when it comes to KD. KD and his legacy, his 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 legacy, does that narrative change? Does the idea of his championships with the Golden State, even though he definitely put them over the top, does the fact that they pushed him in some way, or it's going to be appeared that they pushed him to do something that might have ended his full career, and you see he was great in a couple minutes, he was out there. I, I don't even like KD. We all know. But he was amazing during those a couple of minutes. He scored 11 points literally standing. Like, it, was, it wasn't walking, whatever you want to call it, wheelchairing. But he was out there balling without, without really trying. He, this man has not even been playing for many, 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 many days. It, it still doesn't change for me. Do, Okay, well, what is your exact question, though? I, I'm trying to see. Okay, my question is, does the narrative of his legacy change because of this injury, because of what happened? Mm, it's hard to say. I, I still don't think it really changes. He would still have to win in another place to really solidify his legacy and put him near okay. where LeBron is. So... Put a, I'm going to put a cap on it. Let's say we're 10 years away from now. We're 10 years away from now, which I don't expect him to be in the league at 40, uh, 40 years old. So uh, I, we're going to put it 10 years from now. And let's say KD never wins another championship. He never makes it to another finals. Won't we all look back at the two he did have with more uh, worth uh, or in – I'm not saying the third one, but which he has a possible third uh, still on the line here, of course, because we're in the middle of a finals. But looking back, 
it's going to give a little bit more worth when uh, people always refer to it as KD and the Warriors, not him being a part of the Warriors. Well, okay, looking back, we're just looking into the future. Yeah, looking into the future, that, looking back. Okay, I think I think he'll just be looked at as a champion. He'll just have his rings, however many that will be, and people probably might not look at what he did to get there, but for people who were in the moment, <laughs> they yeah. won't forget. I, yeah, I think and I, and I shouldn't forgive, but I, I think it's because I feel so sorry for him. Oh, you feel sorry for him now? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for well, him that the fact that he felt enough pressure to be out there on that court. And when I told, I said the whole time they're downplaying this injury, and it caused it, it made it worse. It made it worse. It made it worse. It made it a whole but, lot worse. That that's a death stroke to uh, athletes. Not there's but, not many. They return and are anything what they used to be. But even for me, even looking back on it, I'm still glad that he did play because it just confirmed what I already thought that if he played, they would have won in probably like six games, like I was saying. Well, I mean, no, no, it, no, no. It's, it's bad that I, he got hurt. I still don't think I, that. I, I, don't, I still don't think they would have won in six with this uh, because. Toronto is still a form, form, very formidable team, and they still know how to, how to answer. This is only a one-point loss. Let's not get ahead of ourselves like uh, <laughs> Golden State actually beating them down. Uh, this was a oh, very, I never very said that. Loss. It was a slim shot from being uh, a end of a finals. Uh, but, uh, we're, we're of course, we're giving shedding more light on these things because it does uh, transfer over to Golden State. We haven't talked much about uh, – cold-blooded Kawhi and the things he's done. Uh, you see how he took over in this game. How do you really oh. feel about his uh, – oh, did you want to go on about something else? No, no, no. Let's let's get into Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, about Kawhi Leonard, how do you feel his intensity and his poise actually led them to possibly win? Well – I'm I'm not gonna be a prisoner of just that moment because he was absolutely terrible before that. He okay, had right. multiple turnovers. I shouldn't have proposed the question and that way. Okay, yeah, he he had multiple turnovers. He was missing all type of shots. It wasn't really until that maybe five minute stretch where he actually showed up. And you, you know, know he was he put the dagger in him. Well, the almost dagger. <laughs> I'll give you some numbers to support your uh, your your um, what you're saying right now. Uh, some numbers that may change your mind if you don't believe in what he's saying. Uh, now Kawhi Leonard did have 26 points, played 41 minutes, but but he was nine for 24 from the field. That was that's not great, and he was two for seven from three. Uh, that that actually does not uh, look like a person who could be hitting and actually uh, doing what he was doing before. I don't know what, what was different in the situation. Uh, was anybody differently guarding Kawhi? They, they were really trapping him. And oh, you're right. It was just, it was just costly turnovers that he was doing. He was just losing the ball. He, I, I don't know what, what it was with him. He just disappeared. And then he showed up in that moment that looked like he was going to win the game for them. And take it but, over, but even after, but that, right after that, he he disappeared. I don't know where it happened to him. 
Actually, so now I have a new question. Are are we looking at two teams that are highly underachieving? Because we know that even in this situation when Golden State's playing pretty great, uh, that they only lost by one point, and they weren't playing good at all. And now you see on the Golden State side where everybody's hurt, and they can't perform to their uh, top ability. Uh, they can only see flashes of what they were uh, before. And so do are we looking at two underachieving teams in these finals? Yeah, I think so. Teams? Yeah. Well, I, I think more underachieving because looking on the Golden State side, there was just terrible turnovers. It, it was just ridiculous and just dumb. But Steph Curry with the under, it was he dribbled the ball under his leg into the backcourt. And then Draymond Green getting a backcourt violation. It was just just stupid turnovers. I think they had like 15 turnovers. And then the, on the Raptors side, just players missing wide open shots. Um, just completely just fumbling away the ball. It it was all it was just underachieving. Yeah. Both, both sides, which turned into, I guess, a narrative of a great game. But, but I guess two underachieving teams make a – Good team, but <laughs> <laughs> good entertainment but, <laughs> with a with a uh, with a heavy good uh, with the hesitation. But uh, to look back on it, I still think it was entertaining enough, and the storylines are really played out now. Here, Golden State is gonna gonna get behind the rally of we're doing this for KD. We all know that's gonna be their battle cry, and go and Toronto has nothing but what they had before. They're they're the same intensity, the same know-how. They just need to do what they always have done. And also do what they've all they've done for the, this whole season, which is win inside Oracle. <laughs> they haven't lost an Oracle regular season or playoffs. Three okay. games. Oh, another thing is, you know, the um the Taco Bell thing, you know, still a oh, game, yeah, still a taco. That's, crazy. that's been killing. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we get to get still some tacos. I need to go ahead and jump on that. Well, you know, this, it's a crazy fact. I, I thought you were going to hit on what that crazy fact because I know this. It's cost, uh, I think, uh, Taco Bell is somewhere around $2 million uh, since they've uh, the still a game thing has happened uh, because of uh, the Raptors. Yeah, I think there's only been one game, one one home game win this whole series, right? The Raptors won the first one, and that was one. Uh, the second one, Golden State won, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the third one, Raptors won, which is away game. And then Raptors also won the away game. You're right. Dang, it is only one. <laughs> it really is only one, because the last game was won by the away team. So I'm pretty sure they're trying to bet against uh, – the Warriors winning their home game. They don't now, want to see that. Well, I mean, now, not. I mean, I meant the other way around. That's what I yeah. meant. The Raptors winning. But just to go on my conspiracy theorist uh, trip, I think if it goes seven, the NBA is fixed. They, they're <laughs> money grabbing. They're money grabbing. There's no reason why it can go seven. This is come on, come on. This was a three-one. How do we now go to a flip of a coin? If we get to that point, how do we get to a flip of a coin? Wait a minute, that, that wait a minute. Anybody can win. It's anybody, anybody's uh, game. Three one, no, it no longer matters if it gets to a game seven. 
It okay. never matters if you get to a game seven. Because it's, a, Let it's me a ask flip you. of a coin. It's down to one game. Let me ask you a question. Well, mm-hmm. What did you think of the game last night as far as the conspiracy theorist in you? Did you think that game uh, was fixed? No. 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 Because you can't fake the injury. You can't fake uh, a lot of the things that happened. Like, in the block, it, it just, you can't. It, it, it was a close game. It was a good game. Like, uh, even though they underachieved, it was a good game. Um, but, no, nah, I, I don't think there was anything really conspiracy, conspiracy about last night. But... If they win this game, even though it's Oracle, even though they're at home, they should not win this. All By all statistics, which is 22 teams have uh, lost in a, uh, when they're down 3-1 to one team, which is the Cavs with LeBron. Those statistics do not lie unless there's an absolute miracle on the back end of this storyline. Now, in the case of the LeBron 3-1 comeback, was there any type of conspiracy theorist, you know, um, about that? Yeah. Well, was it was there anything that? that? What? Come on now. Let's let's not be biased. You know, just you know, the, just the, the just block? just take the fan out of you. Oh, I can't take the fan out of me. No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you got to be objective. You're right. You're right. You're right. And even from that angle, no, just the way it went, it, it, it literally is kind of built like this series. I'm not sure whether the wins went exactly the same way, which I think they did. Uh, but it's kind of built on like how this series happened. I think there was more blowout wins in that series besides the last game. In that series, um, what that would have to happen in the first four games. Somewhere in the first four games. Uh, if they were, so that would mean three of the games had to be blowouts. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say side, but I really I don't really have the numbers in front of me right now, so I can't really. Uh, recall I think exactly both ways they went they went blowouts. Uh, like I I, when when the Cavs sure. won, they blew them out, and when the Warriors won, they blow them out. Besides Game Seven. But yeah, I was about to say Game Seven was definitely close. <laughs> Moving on to the next segment, what does the free agency landscape look like? After KD's injury, um, I think it kind of lowers the the excitement for it maybe a little bit because people are always looking forward to free agency now more than ever, and um, I think the attention turns more towards Anthony Davis probably. Yeah, because I, because he's probably the second star, well, the second most looked at star. In the free agency. I agree. I think like a lot of these deals are going to get done a whole lot earlier than we thought. Like they're just going to get done a whole lot earlier because the longing and the waiting was for where KD was going to go. Now it doesn't, it kind of doesn't matter where he goes. Uh, I think it's going to scare people off from whatever team he does get signed to though. If it's not the Golden State Warriors, Uh, because if he goes to the Knicks, who's going to wait a year when for him to get better? Who's going to wait on the possibility that he comes back and he is a shadow of what he is now or was just a couple hours ago? Kyrie Irving? (laughs) No, Kyrie wants to go to the Nets. Kyrie wants to go to the Nets. And if he's smart, he'd go to the Lakers. But I'm hoping for Clay and uh, AD. I'm hoping for Clay, AD, and uh, LeBron. Wow. So you you want a stacked team. Yeah, yeah, because I think 
come on, it's it's possible that Clay could come to the Lakers. His father's place for the Lakers, and he's always been a Lakers fan. Well, let, let's get into that. Let's say mm-hmm. LeBron gets AD and Clay Thompson. Now, is is he looked at any differently gathering these stars? Because you know he plays LeBron a part in getting these people. About? Well, no, not at all. Because LeBron had a, a sit out year. Everybody expects and wants him to get other stars. Like he never no. had a a stacked enough team with stars, and when he did, he did he won. Yeah, other than, but uh, other than the excuse for the first one, he lost against Dallas because that he gets no excuse for that one. Uh, well, not his first one; he was in the uh, finals, but the first one where he was at Miami. Other than that, he doesn't get any excuse. He he gets an excuse for a lot of these championships he was in. Yeah, but I'm I'm one of those people where I don't want to see him get everybody. Not everybody no, 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 wants no, no, to go no, no. to the, he don't need, to the he don't need everybody. He don't need everybody. I want. That's what it seems three. like. Give me, give me three. Give me good three, and we are gonna keep some of the people we already have. Just give me what? a good three. So you want three all stars? Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so go build this yeah. stack team. It is to get three. It's not just to get two. It's to get three. Of course, you want to get as many as possible so you can win. But it's I feel like the NBA has turned into join up so you can get a championship instead of, you know, staying where you are and trying to build something. Well, this that. is not your grandpa's NBA. This is the new one. So you got to You got to step into the new the new way of things. Otherwise, you're. You're left behind because what's attached to that is ownership through the owners and them having power. Now, the only thing that has changed is now the players have the power. That's why it's a now joining up uh, culture to NBA. Uh, yeah, I, I can see the other side of it. The, the players are taking their own destiny into their own hands. They're not waiting on teams to get their success. They're taking their destiny into their own hands. You're right, because if you're not doing that, you're not playing in the game. You're not being a part of what's going to actually happen when it comes to a championship. Because if you choose not to partake, you're just going to be ones that are not going to be there when it comes to raising that banner or raising that uh, that that uh, basketball trophy. I mean, what is the name of the basketball trophy? Larry, Larry O'Brien, Larry I think. Award. Yeah, the Larry O'Brien Award. Uh, you won't be lifting that, and you will not be wearing a ring. So that's what happens uh when it comes to not playing or conforming to the new ways of the way you build champions so yes i expect there to be three let's get uh go ahead and go into the last subject which is what is your pick for game six on thursday june 13th uh airing on abc espn uh what do you expect to see in game uh six and do you think it's going to go to a game seven I expect to see the Warriors try to get a big lead and try to keep that, you know, 10 to 12 point lead throughout the game. And the Raptors, they're going to fight back and claw their way like the claw, Kawhi Leonard. He's going to show up. He's not going to have the same game that he had in game five. He'll probably drop like 35 on them, 35 points, 10 rebounds and. Maybe five assists. 
but it won't be enough. The Warriors are going to force a game seven. The score will be 105 to 102. Ooh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. We, we were off by scores before, and I think we were both wrong on our yeah, last one. Uh, yeah, way off. Before. So, but I think our both our picks are going to be different in this case. I pick, and I expect, um, I pick for game six, Toronto. I don't expect there to be a game seven. I think that they're going to win like they've won many other times. Well, I'm not saying many, three. Three other times this year, and there's no other times they've played there. Uh, they know three times, but they've won in Oracle. They're not afraid of Oracle. They're not afraid of their crowd. Uh, so I think Kawhi's going to come out consistent. I think Danny Green's going to hit some shots. I think Siakam's going to do what he's been doing this whole series and show up and do what it needs to be done and be their equidala on the other side. And even Van Vleek is going to hit you a couple threes and then get you a couple layups. So I think the Toronto Raptors win the NBA Finals and close it out in Oracle, shut down Oracle, with a score of 111-105. Well, wasn't that your original pick, Raptors in six? Or was it was uh, seven. It probably was. I, I can't remember, but it probably was six. I'm pretty sure it was six, though. Okay. Because well, I so didn't want to see them ever in a game seven. You don't think the Raptors will be able to win a game seven? No, no, no. It's not that I don't think they can win a game seven because it is at home. I feel you never put yourself in that position. The thing that changes is you change that from being a 3-1 lead to a coin flip. Because once that uh, day hits or that moment hits where it is a game seven, that it, none of those other games ever matter. They never matter. It's down to one game. It's winner take all. So you don't think about any of the other games. At this point, y'all 3-3. Three, three. So you really don't think about none of the other games. It is a coin flip at that point. And you do not, you do not tempt the champions in a game seven to show up and be redeemed for Many, many different things from even LeBron's 3-1, from, uh, from everything that's going on in this, uh, this playoffs. They also get to carry KD on their back. It's, it's, it's a parade. It's, it's a jubilation if that happens. <laughs> well, I think that the pressure, the most pressure is on the Raptors in this upcoming game. This, the Raptors have the most pressure on them right now. Yep. In between there, but I think the pressure's shared. The pressure's shared because no matter who who doesn't win, it's it's still pressure. It's always pressure there. But the biggest pressure is still on each side. It's going to be pressure for Toronto to win because they can't get rid of this 3-1 lead. And I can understand. They can say, oh, let's sit back on our being at home, but you never do that in this case. You've changed it to a 50-50, like I said many times here before. And on Golden State side, if they lose, that's it. It's the, it's the end of the era. It's, it's closed curtains. It's uh, off into the sunset. Everybody break up. The band is broken up. There's no more Beatles. Yeah, but I, I think that the Raptors just have so much more pressure on them because they could have closed it out in game five. 
You don't want that. But it's a one point loss. You can't you can't get down on a one point. A loss, loss is a loss. <laughs> it doesn't I, matter. I, I feel you, but a one point <laughs> loss and you got plenty more tries uh, to do it in. Ah, uh, nah. A loss is a loss. Not it, when you got it doesn't two matter. security. You got two security blankets in the background side. You got two more attempts to uh, to win a championship. And even if you go down to the last one, you're at home. And you can still blankets. lose them. And not to a one point loss. Now, even if you lost by five points, I still wouldn't even feel bad for that. Now, but it would still feel more down versus a one point loss. I can't. I can't put that much pressure on the fact that you lost by one point. It's a championship. But uh, I, I definitely do understand your uh, your take on, on things. But, but uh, now just to kind of end it out right before the trivia, I'm going to go ahead and we're going to end it out on the uh, fact that Steph Curry and Mr. Uh, Bob Meyer, the operation manager for the Golden State Warriors, were really choked up last night. They, they literally really were crying about the KD injury. Uh, now, I think it's because they, they may feel like they're to blame. I don't know whether they truly are or whether or not, but like I said earlier in the episode, seven doctors cleared KD to play and also told him that he could do no further, there could be no further risk to the injury if he played, which is completely against what happened, and he can definitely sue. <laughs> he can. No, he no, I'm saying in real life. Sue. He can. <laughs> no, he really can. I, I didn't hey, think I, of I'm it that way. No, no, he really can because that that endangers your whole career and you, your body is your career. Yeah, that is true. I don't think they were choked up because they think they might be in trouble. No, no, I, no, I no, think no, they, no. I don't think they, they were crying because they were in trouble. I think they were uh, crying because they were uh, feeling sorry for his injury. I, I didn't mean to attach those two together. Okay. Yeah, they, they feel sorry for him and they're looking at him like, you know, this is our teammate. We don't care what everybody else says on the outside. We respect and support him, and we wish for the best for him. And we we really didn't want to see him like this. And it's it really yeah, I, gets I to them seeing him like genuine. that. I think it was genuine because they feel like they really might have possibly ended a full career. We never know, and we're gonna. It's gonna be a long time before they know. But they know what has been the results of many other players when these things happen. I mean, it's possible, but I think KD will come back strong. I, I, I'm just not so sure. Uh, KD is a frail body person. I just, let's go and put it out there. He's a frail body person. I would say if anything, he needs to get on some weightlifting, not to get on him, but he needs to get on some weightlifting for real, because otherwise he's not going to be able to recover. These things don't uh, happen if you do not know how to train your body. And I know he knows how to train his body, but it does not look like he actually does any weight lifting training. Well, the the more weight you put on, the more stress you're going to put on your body. Mm, I don't know about all that. I'm ta- I'm talking about muscle uh, mass. I'm not talking about fat. I'm talking about muscle mass. If you work out and you pump your muscles, they they grow. One thing I learned in, in biology when I was in high school is if you exercise and your muscle becomes sore, that's where your muscle has gone gotten t- torn, and they always grow back two times stronger. Now, what happens is if you, if you don't use that muscle, it grows smaller. In this case, he's not doing those things like leg press or squats and things like that. I'm pretty sure he's pretty shaky if he put 145 on a bar. 
145. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Yeah, that's that's what I I think. Come on, do you not imagine in your it's 135 actually. Yeah, sorry, 135. Either one, he's getting wobbly. But do you not imagine him um, doing a squat and his legs just wobbling? Not to get on KD, but I really am. I'm sorry. Come on now. You're roasting a dude. I, I think he can early, but probably still. do more than that. I don't think so. But we're going to go ahead and exit out on this. Uh, it has uh, been pretty interesting in this episode. But we're going to catch you on the other side of Game 6 which does air on Thursday, June 13th uh, on ESPN. I do expect the uh, Raptors to win and win the championship, the uh, 2019 championship of the NBA Finals. And Muhammad has picked the Golden State Warriors to push for a game seven. Uh, Now, we've had a lot of fun, and this has been So You Think You Know Sports. We're going in straight into the trivia. Uh, your guess is about as good as mine. It's going to be three questions. All three are going to be multiple choice. Hopefully, I get them all right. Uh, your guess is, like I said before, as good as mine. Go ahead, Muhammad. First question. How many career triple doubles does Steph Curry have? A, five, B, four, or C, two? Mm. That is pretty low numbers. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Those are low numbers. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's you, not Westbrook I guess out here. It's only because he doesn't get rebounds like that. So I, I'm pretty sure he gets the assists and he gets the points, but he doesn't get the rebounds, which is uh, the three parts to a triple-double. But go ahead and repeat the question and the answer. How many career triple-doubles does Steph Curry have? A, five, B, four. Or C two. Yeah, this is pretty low numbers. I'm it, trust me, I'm still going to be purely guessing. I'm just uh, kind of caught up on the fact that he has such little amount of them. <laughs> but <laughs> you expected uh, more. <laughs> yeah, I expected at least like ten. Come on, double numbers. You've been in the league for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. This this doesn't take. You can. Uh, does that count playoffs and regular season? It don't really matter. But does that count playoffs and regular season? Yes, over his career. Oh, his career. You're right. And so that is a shame. But <laughs> you got five seconds. Everybody can't get triple doubles. Yeah, yeah I guess. <laughs> one, two, one. All right. So I'm going to guess. And I don't know. I, I really don't know. But if we're going to go embarrassing, we're going to go full embarrassing. I think you got two. See. <laughs> That's wrong. It's A, five. Five, okay, okay. He gets more credit than that. <laughs> but I, like I said, I really thought he had more. But go ahead and go to the next question. All right. How many triple doubles did James Harden have in the 2018-2019 season? A, eight, B, seven, or C, six? I see this is going to be a triple-double theme. The questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this is only for this this past season. Okay, okay, okay. You said it for the 2018-2019 season. Yeah. Say that question one more time. How many triple-doubles did James Harden have in the 2018-2019 season? Okay, a, eight, B, seven, or C, Six. 
You're saying in the season? Yeah, the whole season. This past season. Yeah, more triple doubles than that. <laughs> well, you can look it up after we finish this. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, repeat the answers for me one more time. A, 8, B, 7, or C, 6. And this is for the full season. Yep, for the full season. Wow, okay. And you said Russell Westbrook. No, I said James Harden. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I definitely was thinking about the wrong person. I was like, oh, my God, there's no way. Oh, so James Harden. Okay, okay, okay. I know. I can I can definitely kind of pin this one down. So, for James Harden, you got five seconds. Two, one. Um, with this one, James Harden, I I would say he has eight. I, th- I really think he has eight, so eight. Wrong. Oh, it's God. seven. <laughs> I'm just not winning on these questions lately. You just, I guess, throwing some uh, curveballs now. Uh, yeah, I got a, uh, I don't know, caffeine or something this next time. But go ahead with this other question. All right. Who was the ninth overall pick in the 2017 NBA draft? A, Donovan Mitchell. B, Dennis Smith Jr. Or C, Laurie Marketing. Oh, God. Like, I know, like, one out of those three. <laughs> and I just got to think about the other ones. Because I can think back, but I got to think. You think way back. No, it's not that long ago. No, it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, go ahead and repeat the question and answer again. All right. Who was the ninth overall pick? In the 2017 NBA draft, A. Donovan Mitchell, B. Dennis Smith Jr., or C. Laurie Markkinen. And you said the tenth pick. Ninth. Ninth pick. Ninth pick. Okay. Ninth pick. Hmm. 2017. Yep. Only um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. So you have three seconds. Two. One. Uh, I really don't want to strike out here, but <laughs> I am definitely guessing. Two times in a row. Yeah. Oh, God. I really do want to go ahead and get at least one of these right. Get one type of win here. Uh, so we're saying the nice pick of the 2019. 2017. Uh, 17. You're right. Sorry. 2017. I was thinking about it, but I was saying it wrong. But 2017 draft. I'll say it is Donovan Mitchell. A. <laughs> that's uh, that's wrong. It's uh, Dennis God. Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, I'll stroke out again. Well, Donovan, Donovan little... Mitchell went thirteenth. Thirteenth. Hmm. Yep. Okay. Well, well. Uh, we see who's possibly the better player right now. But uh, we've definitely had a lot of fun. I, hopefully I get some of these answers correct uh, next time. So we're going to meet you on the other side of Game 6, uh, which airs on Thursday, June 13th, uh, where the Warriors are going to face the Raptors at home. 
Um, Muhammad's pick is that the Golden State Warriors are going to push for Game 7, and I believe that the Raptors are going to go ahead and close it out so we can go ahead and move on with uh, the other subjects and free agency and everything else. Uh, but we've had a great time. We shot a bunch of laughs. And this was So You Think You Know Sports. Good night.